Hello and welcome to the Better Together podcast. Welcome, welcome. So uh, I will be your host and uh, my name is Justin and my dad, he will be the co-host. Yeah, Jay Hawk here. Yep, so Justin Hawk, Jay Hawk. We are coming to you from Better Together Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been working really hard on all this, trying to get it ready, getting it prepared, and um, it's just awesome because it's finally here. Super excited, man. We've uh, we've been dreaming about this for a long time, and so we're excited to have this come to pass right now. Yeah, yeah, right. It's it, This is something that uh, me and my dad have wanted to do for a while, and so it's just really cool to finally be able to um, get it going. So... You guys are probably wondering, um, okay, we got Justin, we got Jay here. Who are these guys? We're just here to be cool, that's all, yep, right? that's it. We're just normal guys, just being <laughs> cool. <laughs> but um, so uh, we're both pastors and chaplains for our Better Together ministry. Mm-hmm. And so what that is, it's a Better Together disaster relief. And um, our motto is uh, to stir up love and good works in life storms. Yeah. And so that's based on uh, Hebrews 10. 24. Yeah, which says, uh, it says, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another as so much the, the more as you see the day approaching. The day with capital D. Mm, that's right. That's right. Yep. We, uh, right now, during this time, it's it was kind of essential for us to get this podcast started because right now, as everybody knows, um, we have the big deal, which is coronavirus. coronavirus. I think everybody's heard about the coronavirus <laughs> <Yeah>. now <laughs> across the world, not just oh, the yeah. nation, right? not just California. Yeah, we were just talking yesterday about how crazy it is that this virus started in Wuhan, China, mm-hmm. and it's here in our little town of Running Springs, California. Yeah. Now, we're not sure how big this podcast will ever get or how many people will reach. But if you don't know where Running Springs, California is, you should probably look it up because it's just this little (laughs) speck of a town. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe uh, 4,000 people that live here in this town. And, uh, and it is literally like what, maybe three miles long. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you come through our town and you blink, you're going to miss it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's how small our town is. So a lot of people have heard of, you know, maybe Big Bear or Lake Arrowhead. And mm-hmm. so we're just kind of right in between there, just kind of like the passing grounds for people heading up to go snowboarding and stuff. So, but yeah, so we got this little uh, Better Together headquarters right here in the middle of town. And so we just plan on uh, being able to use it to reach this community, mm-hmm. um, to reach just across the nation if we can, you know. Who knows Dude, what the, yeah, who knows what the extent of this will be, but God knows. And, um, I know that one of the things that we like to do in our family is we really like to encourage people. Mm-hmm. So we hate to see people in a, in a state of, um, of depression, of anxiety, of, um, no direction. And so we like to come to people. And I mean, as a chaplain, you're, you're called to reach out to people, uh, with emotional and spiritual support. And so that's what we try to do is we try to bring that emotional and spiritual support to people. And we have uh, many different ways that we try to do that. And so uh, one of the ways that we really like to do it is just uh, by uh, encouraging, you know, uh, writing, um, speaking with people, spending time building relationships and 
So it'd be pretty cool if we could build relationships through this podcast. Right. Right. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, just to put it out there, um, we do have a email. Um, if you guys want to hit us up on email, um, we got better together, dr at gmail.com. And then you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And um, any one of those is better together, disaster relief, mm-hmm. or better together, dr or bt, disaster relief. So, yeah, we have all kinds of things. Yeah, we got you know, a bunch of people trying to things. figure it out. Right. So eventually we'll probably try to get that more narrowed down yeah. so that it's easier to find and stuff. But you can always reach out to us on there. Um, just right now in our little community, uh, we set up these flu bags. And because right before this coronavirus, the flu was yeah, just running rampant. Mm-hmm. And so I know a lot of people right now are kind of confused, like, hey, do I have the flu? Do I have the coronavirus? What's going on? And so yesterday it was kind of crazy because the San Bernardino County released that um, that uh, thing on mm-hmm. Facebook, I yep. think it was. I think it was on Facebook. and Or somebody shared it on right. Facebook, but... Just how the coronavirus only has three symptoms. Yeah. And it's fever, yep. um, body aches. I think uh, it was the, uh, yeah, it was the fever. Um, oh gosh. Cough. Yeah. Body aches. <laughs> <laughs> this hey. is where we go right here. You know, the thing is, is this, is one of the things that I've, I've learned or am learning is, um, one of the things that my wife, Andrea and I, we talk about a lot is this could become the new norm. Mm-hmm. And so like, um, with that sickness that you had, they got the influenza B, right? I mean, that knocked you down for 11 days and, yeah. and you're strong, you're healthy, you're young, but yeah. yet that took a strong effect. And so that's kind of what got everything started was because first you got that. And mm-hmm. then next your baby, my grandbaby right. ended up getting the RSV. Yeah. And she ended up giving every one of us the RSV. Right. And so in our family, we end up all being down for and almost Trey an entire month. Right. The day. Grandson, granddaughter. I mean, we were mm-hmm. all literally down for about a month for the month of January. And we we're so excited, guys, about <laughs> starting out 2020. We're like, man, 2020 is going to rock. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it was, it was a pretty, it was a pretty rough start. But I think from that is where this uh, flu bag came out. Right. And next thing you know, the next step is the coronavirus. Right. So I think this is going to be the new norm where we all have to be careful and cautious and keep everything clean and mm-hmm. wipe things down, be careful with who we're going to see and talk to and yep. social you know, distancing. Social distancing, the kicking of the of the handshakes now. Yeah. You know, the um the elbow pump just as long as you don't sneeze in your elbow. Right. They're saying everybody <laughs> cough into your elbows and yeah. sneeze in your elbows and also give yourself an elbow, elbow pump. pump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, there's little little bit with that, but we'll, we'll just see where that ends up going. But I think that this is going to be our new norm and you're right. Mm-hmm. We have those bags to uh, pass out. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, 2020, man, we, we expected this year to go a lot differently. We expected to kind of have this podcast up and going a lot sooner. Um, probably, probably doing more with this ministry if we could, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this year started out pretty rough for all of us. And, um, and maybe for you all as well, that's yeah. listening, you know, maybe you had a lot of high hopes for 2020 and you're just think, you know, 2020 is going to be a change and it's going to be a great change. And, um, and it's been a rough start, you know, for yeah. a lot of people right now, there's a lot of worry that's going out there. You know, there's a lot of numbers that are being shared. We don't know what is the realistic behind these numbers, 
but I know that a lot of people are getting scared from it and trying to figure it out. You know, there's there, I, I think I heard a number of up to like two and a half million people are going to be unemployed is what they're saying. Wow. And during that uh, recession in 2008, we had 600,000 people unemployed. Wow. So if that is the situation, then it's going to be pretty tough. Right. But we don't know if that's factual or not. We just know that those are numbers that are being sent out. So what we're trying to do is we're kind of trying to change the tone on all mm-hmm. that. Is we're trying to uh, create a way to be encouraged, create a way to be comforted, create a way to really live in the now, right? I mean, we're told to, to you know, not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Mm-hmm. And if we continue to worry about tomorrow, then we're going to be in trouble. But there was this verse that, that I shared this morning. And it was uh, out of Proverbs uh, 21. And it says, the horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance is of the Lord. Mm. So we can't be stupid, you know, and not prepare for any of this stuff because this could end up happening, right? Right. But we also know that the deliverance comes from the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of um, different churches around are talking about fear Mm -hmm. and how a lot of people are afraid and that we don't need to have fear because we have the Lord mm-hmm. that goes before us on all of it. But, you know, being prepared doesn't mean that you're being fearful. Exactly. You can be prepared and not be fearing it at mm-hmm. the same time. Right. And you know what? There, There is a part of this where I think you should fear it. You got to respect yeah. it. You got to respect it. Dude, I respect love it. it. The other day when you and I were texting back and forth, um, we were talking about this and you use that word respect. And I was like, man, what a great way to talk about this because it's respecting what it is. You know, yeah. I mean, what it is, is like, I was just reading something about the influenza B and, mm-hmm. um, and they were talking about, and, and you went through that. So, you know, firsthand yeah. of how gnarly it was, you know I mean? Knocking you <laughs> down for 11 days, right? Yeah. You've never been knocked down for 11 no. days. I've never been knocked down for 11 days. And, yeah. and you were talking about just the isolation of being in the room. And that was one of the hardest things was because, you felt like that nobody was there as you were going through this, you know? Right. And so um, that's the influenza. They're Mm -hmm. saying that the coronavirus is 10 to 30 times stronger than this. Yeah. And so when I hear that, I'm like, whoa, like as far as the death toll, the death um, rate goes with that, it's going to be the influenza versus the coronavirus. It's 10 to 30 times more. And so that, that is enough to cause some respect. Right. You know that song, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Uh-huh. Fine. That's that's what it is right there, you know? <laughs> R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yeah. You know, so if you don't know how to spell respect, there you go. Just sing that song, right? <laughs> Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so we got this time, you know, and, you know, let me share just a little bit with that influenza time. So uh, let's just give a little history. So, sure. um, you know, uh, a lot of people that know us know that my dad was the uh, senior pastor and founder of Springs Life Church here in Running Springs, and um, my mom too, of course. But, um, you know, they worked together really hard on building this church, building this community, just pouring out everything. I mean, all of us in our family. We really just poured into this church, just love this church so much. Love everybody there. Still love everybody there. Yep. And um, so back in, let's see, it was June. Of last year, 2019. I know, right? Yep. It's kind of weird yep. to say that looking back. Twenty nineteen is looking back. Yeah. yeah. So um Yeah, we started a church in twenty eleven. Twenty eleven was nope. starting. And we actually started it like in a deep it was in the deep heart of a recession. Right. And we had um we had my wife and I had moved out of this uh community and um 
and we were uh, still working up here. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we were coming up here and every single, pretty much every single one of the buildings here in this town were um, either a thrift store or they were closed down. <laughs> or a crystal. Or, yeah, or witchcraft. Crystal. There were Witch- three witchcraft yeah. stores that were going on, actually. Right. And well, actually, in this building... And this building was a are. crystal store. <clears throat> Dude, where we started the church <laughs> was actually a witchcraft right. store. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, yeah, so that, that is kind of interesting. <laughs> right? yeah. Anyways, I just remember we were just looking at this town and it was just so mm-hmm. depressing. And people were coming up to us everywhere yeah. asking me to start up a church and people that I knew and didn't know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I remember my wife and I were just sitting there uh, one day and we we're getting ready to head down the hill. And, uh, and she asked me, you know, like, Hey, um, when we're old and if we don't do this, are we going to regret it? Mm. And, and I think that's one of the things that we need to look at in life, you know, is like, mm. if, if you were going to look at something when you're old and if you never did it, will you regret it? Mm. And that's what I love about better together and just doing this podcast, because I believe that if we never it's did this podcast, dude, we, we would definitely regret it. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So Okay, so we started this church, mm-hmm. right? 2011, yep. November 2011, yep. which is the same month as my dad's birthday. Yes. My parents' anniversary. Yep. So Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of craziness Good going stuff, on in right. that month, yes. you know, to get yes. this going. So, of course, this church, you know, just keeps building, multiplying. Mm-hmm. Awesome time. Yeah, it was a great time. We had we had we had a lot of fun. We uh we got to the point of just um, really it ended up amounting to something that we never really thought that right. it was. I mean, I remember literally when we started a church, we counted our funds and we're like, okay, well, we have enough to uh, lease this building for one year. Yeah. So let's just give it a year and see what happens. Right. And so nine, just about going on nine years. Mm-hmm. Later, yeah, still going, still going, still thriving, and yep. uh, and you during that time, dude, uh, went to Bible college, yep, and uh, got married, yep, and had uh, <laughs> gave us two babies, yep, yep, and so you have an awesome wife, and you have awesome kids, yeah, and it's it was a fun time during that yeah, time, definitely was lots of memories during mm-hmm. that time, and I guarantee you, as we go on with this podcast, I. I'm sure that more and more stuff will come up. We'll probably retell the same stories <laughs> oh, yeah. over and over again yeah. as we go through it. But right. the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Right. Because there is an ugly, guys. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you have been a part of a church um, in any manner, yeah. like if you were involved in a church, I'm not just saying just um, like you just hung out on the outside, but if you were really involved in church, have been involved in ministry of any sort, yeah. you know that there's ugly that goes with right. it. Right. And I know that one of our podcasts that we'll be wanting to do in the future is on church wounds. Yeah. Because, and yeah. Because Definitely. a lot of people get hurt by the church. And, you know, Springs of Life, that was like the makeup of our church was people that had been hurt from other churches, pastors, youth pastors, anything yeah. in their past. And it was like it was, they'd come to our church and the one thing well, there's many things, but the one absolute thing that our church did best was love. Yep. And just welcoming everybody, loving, welcoming everybody, open right. arms. Yep. Didn't matter what yep. you were, yeah. who you were. Yep. It was just come in here. We're going to love on you. Yep. 
and <laughs> building those relationships. Yeah, it was all about the relationships, really. You know, as um, I remember when Andrea and I, when we first became Christians, um, and we were praying with this couple, and it was really weird because um, praying with a couple is weird when yeah. you're first yeah. become a Christian. You know, you're just well, like praying with anybody yeah, is weird when you, you first become a Christian. Right, you're like, oh, this is weird. You know, yeah. who am I talking to? And yeah. And anyways, uh, when when we got done, the dude was telling me, he's like, "Man, Jay, God has given you this ministry of reconciliation." And it's found in Galatians or in Corinthians. And I'm like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ministry of reconciliation? That's cool, man. I had no idea what the word reconciliation yeah, means. Yeah, whatever, right? bro. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Elbow pump, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who would have known that it was going to come to pass, you know, 20 years or 15 years, whatever it was later, yeah. you know, after um, after all those years. Right. You know, that, that we were bringing people back to the rightful relationships, you know, yeah. and, and the main thing is rightful relationship with God, but... Still today, we um, want to bring people back to their rightful relationship. Yeah, right. Marriage counseling, you know, what are you doing there? Reconciliation. Yeah. You know, with families, what are you doing? Reconciliation. Yeah, broken families. Right, you're bringing them back to the rightful relationships. Right. Yeah, exactly. So just, um, you know, we'll get into it in the future, I'm sure. But long story short, we left the church in June. Um, We... I had passed over the church to Pastor Andrew. Yep. And he's doing an awesome job yep. with it. And um yeah, definitely keeping that church in our prayers. You know, yeah. a lot of stuff going on there. Um you know, so basically let's get let's get back to kind of just what's happening right now. Better together? Yeah, better together. How did better together start? Yeah, let's let's start let's stop let's talk about better together. Well, Better Together uh, Disaster Relief was um, something that was actually started because we uh, started going out on um, disasters. Yep. So you remember? Oh, we, yeah. We, uh, we, we were sitting there, and we were watching the news, and we um, had talked to our good friends, Scott and Renee, and they are part of a, of a disaster relief group, and, mm-hmm. um, and they were watching the same things, and we were watching this tornado cruise through Oklahoma, and, man, we all just got this heart for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, all, all three of us just got this heart and then Scott yep. and Renee did as well. Yeah. So we started talking with them and we're like, Hey, you want to go out there? And we all decided, yeah, let's go out let's there. Let's do it. And so we hopped in the truck and uh, 20 hours later we landed in uh, Moore, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. teamed up with operation blessing mm-hmm. and we started going after it. And we all just got like this huge <laughs> yeah. desire for disaster relief. Yep. And, um, and so that's kind of been the travels through it. Yeah. But I mean, we have some ultimate goals, you know, Yeah, for sure. Like, um, one of the things that Andrea noticed when we were out there in those disasters were the kids mm-hmm. and each time that we'd be at these disasters, the kids, you know, they'd be, uh, playing with, you know, with crazy things because they ha- wouldn't have anything left, you know, so right. pick up sticks and rocks for baseball, you know, yeah. um, kicking around, you know, different things for, um, uh, to build to, um, to build to play you know, but they didn't have the balls. They didn't have the toys. They didn't have all these things. Mm-hmm. And so they're having to use just all these kind of crazy things. And so then, um, we started thinking about, you know, the kids. Yeah. And so I really think that that's kind of like how it started to form and it's been mm-hmm. evolving since. Right. Cause if you've never been in a tornado or been to an area without a tornado's hit, it's just imagine just looking out at something as far as you can see and just seeing piles of rubble. Mm-hmm. 
everywhere. Right. And you're talking stuff from just, I mean, I have so many memories of it, like just with the bowling alley. A bowling alley yeah. got sucked up in tornado, and it was literally tossing bowling balls like cannons through houses right. eight miles away, like 10, 12 miles away. Yeah. And you could see the the impact of it, the seven eleven cuffs. Yeah. Miles really away. And the seven and it was hard because we knew some of these sites where people had died. Right. At. And yeah. so and then you finding stuff from these sites where people had died and the elementary school. Yeah. Uh, there's this elementary school where a lot of kids died. It's really sad. And right. a teacher one or two teachers, I think it was, right? Um, I don't know. I think, I feel like the teacher survived, but she teacher like did, broke, oh yeah, her, broke back. her back. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, she was covering the kids. Yep. Right. Yeah. And so just so many stories that we heard there. Over and over. Over and over. And of just how God saved them too. Yeah. Like people, you see all this destruction. Over and over. Right. And then, so we'd go into a house. Yeah. And literally the only thing left standing in a house would be the spot where these people were hiding. Right. And you'd see like just a bathtub with a mattress. Yeah. And this is where this person was. Right. And literally everything around them is gone. Yeah. Besides this bathtub and mattress. Yeah. It'd be crazy because one person would be in the bathtub. Yeah. And the bathtub would survive. The next one would be in the hallway and only the hallway, yeah, the would, hallway survive. would be there. The next one would be like in a kitchen, only the kitchen. So it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like you couldn't just say, Hey, get in the bathtub and you'll be fine. It was right. like wherever the person decided to go yeah. is where they would uh, survive. Yeah. It, it was insane to see. And being there, hearing the people, talking mm-hmm. to the people, just kind of letting them tell their story yeah. and just really just being su- supportive. Right. And um, just seeing... It was that was the part that just made us fall in love yeah. with disaster relief. Yeah, because really, what happens is it's not really falling in love with um with the disaster, it's disaster, right? But it's falling in love with the relief. It's falling in love with with yeah. the people, really. It's right because they're God's people, you know. Right. What I mean, and and the thing is, is that over and over and over again, is you have to remember that these people are people, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that a lot of times people forget that, you know that. We see it on the news. We hear about these disasters or we hear about, you know, right now with the coronavirus and, yeah. and man, it just breaks my heart because it's people, you know, right. it's their lives that are getting stirred up. It's their lives that, I mean, when I hear about these people right now with, um, you know, who get ill and we have some yeah. friends who are fighting against it or may have it or may not. And I think right. about the effects of all that. It breaks my heart. And so it's falling in love with the people. It's falling in love with the relief, yeah. not the disaster. Right. And so, you know, uh, talking about this time of coronavirus, we can basically just relate this to just being a disaster. Exactly. This, is, this isn't this is a um, fire that's come in and, you know, tore up a community or tornado, hurricane, whatever. This, yeah, because we've been to fires, we've been yeah. to tornadoes, we've been to floods. Right. I remember one time we drove out to, um, I think we were heading out to Arkansas or Alabama. I can't remember one of those states. And then they ended up sending us down, and we were going out down for a tornado. And yeah. we ended up down in, in Florida. Yeah. And in a flood, man, in <laughs> Pensacola. And it yeah. was so humid and hot and moldy and 
but um, a disaster is a disaster. You're right, right man. Yeah. And so right now we're in a disaster. We're in a disaster. So, yeah, let me ask you, man. So is God telling you anything during this time of this disaster? And if so, what? You know, um, here's here's really what what I've been getting just recently mm-hmm. is um, is we want to do like this this uh, little marriage retreat in, yeah. in September, right? And we want to call that marriage retreat a reset. Mm-hmm. You know, like resetting your marriage. It's a place where Andrea and I always go, where your mommy and I always go to mm-hmm. when we want to reset. You know, when we just need to step back in life and just kind of really take a look at everything that's going on. Yeah. And I feel like that this is what God is telling me at this right now is that this is a time for reset. Yeah. You know, it's a time to, um, like, as you know, we've been doing our family devos and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. You know, each night we've been getting together and we've been having that time. And, um, and that's awesome, you know, because it's kind of like a reset. Yeah. And I think that people are getting out and they're, um, they're walking more. They're having to, they're having to spend, time with their kids instead of the teachers, you know, they're being forced to teach their kids. And so they're getting a new respect for teachers, but they're also getting to know their kids better Mm -hmm. in a different way. You know, not that they're neglecting their kids or anything like that. I'm not saying any of that. Yeah. I'm just saying that they're having to do things different. Yeah. And so let's just say if this does become the new normal, if it does or doesn't, Mm -hmm. I just think everybody needs to take this opportunity to reset. And I think that's what God is calling us to is to, you know, take this time to reset our lives, you know, and let's, let's really, this is your time, man, where you get to really choose what you want and what you don't want. Right. You know, everybody talks about the new year's reset. Right. Right. So this is giving us all brand new, brand new reset, (laughs) reset, you know, it's having, it's causing you to slow down. It's given us this opportunity to be able to do this. You know, this is a day where you typically would be working, Yep. but instead we're able to hang out and do this podcast. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, man. I, I definitely uh, agree with, everything that's going on, man. It's just, um, it's, it's about resetting relationships, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe there's, um, I know that, uh, we keep talking about reaching out to others during this time, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, really using this time, uh, to benefit, um, just our lives and those around us. And, uh, I know that it's been a lot of, people that have just been coming to our minds and um, whether reach out to them or not, we should be. Yeah. And I'm sure that a lot of people at home are sitting there, you know, thinking about what they should be doing and stuff. And Hey, maybe just pick up the phone, call a friend, see how they are doing, you know, start building those relationships back up. Maybe, maybe it's uh, uh, your dad or something that you haven't talked to in a long time or a family member that you just haven't spoken to. Yeah. And Hey, this is, this is your disasters make people do weird things, you know, like not necessarily just it's weird, true. but that's so true. Kind of crazy. And, you know, and it brings some different reality to things, you know, like yeah. you have this terrible relationship and you're just like, maybe now's the time. Like, yeah. Hey, what if this ends? Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> you play it, let's, play, that, let's do play it. that regrets, you yeah. know, play that out. Well, you know what we've learned um, in disasters is that there's usually a disaster in a disaster. So there's usually yeah. a disaster even before the disaster. So somebody's uh, life is typically in a catastrophe before a disaster even starts. Right. But then the blame ends up going against the disaster. Right. But really, that's a great opportunity to use it as a reset. Why not? Right. Yeah. Let's go ahead and blame it. Right. Yeah. Bad coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on you. 
Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, of course it's it's not important to feed into this frenzy. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Right now. Right now, no, no. You know, focus on yeah. what's around you. Yes. I think those are big things. Yeah. You know, I, everybody keeps posting all this negative stuff. Yeah. Right. You know, it's hard. Social media Dude. is so, like, I I remember looking at this one thing where it was talking about all the different viruses that have come out in, like, the last, like, MERS. Yeah. SARS. Right. Ebola. Yeah. Um, Just a few things. This coronavirus. Right. And the mentions in media was just crazy like it was like um you know ebola and stuff had like a million mentions or something but coronavirus had like two point something billion mentions and so it's just it's really being hyped up right right. you know and everybody's posting these death pools and death polls not pools yeah that'd be weird that would be funny This is a death pool. Yeah. <laughs> what does the death pool look like? This. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't want to see your death pool. Yeah, we don't want to see your death pools. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, everybody's posting how many deaths are going on around right. the world. And yeah. you don't, like, we're all, we were just talking about, like, hey, how do you know when this is gone? Right. Yeah. And nobody's talking about nobody's that. Nobody's talking about that. You know, like, yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree, man. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like last night when we were doing our study and we mm. were talking about the fog, right? Right. Being in the fog. And right. one of the things about the fog was that you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to understand it. And so your mind is going so fast yes. that you go into this fog where you can't make choices. You can't make yep. decisions. And I think that's what's happening to people is they're going into this fog because there is no understanding this. Right. You know, let's just get this straight is that. There's no understanding this, you know, I mean, whatever, um, whatever industry you're in, whatever thing that you're in, um, you don't know your future right now. No, you don't know it. You know, I mean, it's like people right are now being fired. Yes. Go. Yeah. They're, yeah. Some people are having to work twice as much as they've ever yeah. had to work, you know, because of the industry that they're in. Right. And some people are not working at all. Right. You know, there's no rhyme or reason to this at all. And where it's going, we don't know. Yeah. So why spin your wheels and trying to figure this out? Because you're not. You can't. And if you do, then it's going to put you into this fog. Right. Where you're not going to be able to make any choices at all. Yeah. And just talking about the fog, the fog is what brings on this. So it brings on the, just imagine driving through fog. Yeah. You know, you get this confusion. You right. don't know where you're going. Yep. You know, you're kind of freaking out. You're getting a little anxious. Yeah. Because you're. Like, which side of the road am I on? Yeah, possibly. Right. You yeah, know? somebody going to hit me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. I don't know where I'm going, you know? and We get some and, crazy fog up here, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. 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 Crazy fog. Yeah. You, there's, And then you add the snow, yeah. and it's just a wide out, and you're yeah. just, yeah, it's terrible. And so what do you do? Like, I remember one time uh, when uh, Andrea was driving home, and she just had to park it. Yeah. Because she couldn't see anymore, you know? And I think that's... I don't think that's a bad thing, right? Yeah. I mean, in life, like if, yeah. you, if you're just in just such stop. a deep fog, just stop, you know, mm-hmm. just take a moment. That's the reset, you know? Right. And I think that's what we need to do is just stop. Yeah, we, we talked about it. Um, a couple things that you can do to help yourself get through this fog. Mm-hmm. And so, like we talked about the fog being anxiety, depression, yeah, things like that, yeah. Um, confusion and stuff. Yeah. So 
Number one is don't make the decisions that you don't have to. I love that. Right. Don't make decisions you don't have to. Number two, ask for help to decide on things, you know, like maybe with those closest to you. Like I got my wife, Desi, you got, you got mommy, you know, like Mm -hmm. sometimes, um, we were talking about last night, just going into the store, uh, supermarket or shopping or anything. And sometimes it gets so bad when you're in that fog that you can't even decide on a pair of shoes that you want to look at or buy, or, you know, maybe this cereal compared to this cereal. Right. And sometimes it just do gets that hard. I want fruity pebbles, or do I want cocoa puffs? Right. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we know in our house, you're not getting either of those. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Do I want raisin bran, or do yeah. I want raisin bran yeah, crunch? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. So you know, um, having somebody so there true. to help mm-hmm. you get through this time is so important. And you know, just to be patient with yourself. Right. Yeah. Be patient with yourself. Yeah. You, you, your Allow mind's, yourself yeah, your mind's mm-hmm. wanting to run a million miles an hour. Stop. Right. Slow it down. Yeah. Be yeah. patient and just enjoy this time. Yeah. And you know, I think that what happens too is that um, people can end up um, beating themselves up for allowing mm-hmm. themselves to feel different emotions. Yeah. And I think the reality is, is that especially right as now, men. Yeah. Especially as men. And right now, whatever emotion that you're feeling is probably very normal mm-hmm. because the majority of the society right now is feeling that same emotion. Right. They're just not willing to admit it. Like daddy was crying nonstop last night. I'm like, Hey man, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, okay. It's like, man, it's I went okay. through like three boxes of Kleenex and they're like, Whoa. Yeah. Wait, what stop are you that. Doing? We might wait, need that for we're toilet rashing. paper. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, yeah, I, I wasn't crying uncontrollably, but that's okay. You know, if I was, I would admit it because it's okay, you know, to cry. And I think that we all have our moments that will break down. Yeah. And I think that there will be certain things that will cause us to go over the edge. Right. I really do. So, you know, talking about going over the edge, how do we just make our lives normal at this time? How do we live normally? It's a great question. I, I think that that's something where you just have to look at look at your life. You know, if you have kids, yeah, you're just going to have to wake up in the morning. Uh, one of the things that I like to do um, is I like to get up early mm-hmm. because that's my quiet time with the Lord. You know, yeah. and nothing's going on. Um, people are not trying to reach you, you know, um, with my other business. They're not trying to reach out to you. It's yeah. just a, a quiet time with God. It's a quiet time with yourself. I like to get up and, um, you know, just make coffee and and just hang out with the Lord, you know, and, and, um, and then after that, then it's, you know, it's about just come all of us coming together, you know, and just going yeah. through the day. So I, I think that, um, the way to get through life right now is whatever, um, whatever you're in. Yeah. Just accept it. Right. Just be normal. Yeah. You know, we got Easter coming up. Right. Decorate. Decorate. Come up with different ideas on way to celebrate yeah, Easter. Yeah, like we were we, talking about yesterday, right? right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We were, Des, one of Desi's friends was talking about doing like a um, Easter egg hunt yeah. from your car. Yeah, I think that's type so of cool. Deal. You drive right. around different neighborhoods, you try to find the eggs. Yeah. You know, so we were just racking our brains trying to figure out how we could do this. I here. personally like my idea the best. Yeah. The dancing. Course. Yeah, the the dancing at the celebratory dance. Celebratory dancing, yes. (laughs) Yeah, in the window. (laughs) window. (laughs) With the famous beat. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude. But so, I, I really do think that we just need to uh, just try to normalize our life as much as we can, you know, and yeah. just embrace, uh, embrace the new normal, yeah. whatever that is. Right. And, you know, it's a great time uh, for us to just dive deep into the word. Mm. Yeah. Do the do Bible study with your family. Yeah, like we've been like doing. We've been doing. It's, been, it's, been, it's awesome. been awesome to have that time together. Yeah, instead of watching TV and frying your brain, you yeah. know, just bring out the Bible, you know, and just um, or or bring out a book, you know, yeah. that that you want to all go through, or or just you know play cards, or you know try to try to embrace this time with your family because um, you need each other. Right. We need each other right now. Yeah, you know, we really do. Um, if you have a family. You know, right now we're told about the social distancing where you really can't touch anybody, but yeah. you could touch your family. Yeah. So like you could hug on your family, you know, you could love on your family like that. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's very important, especially for the kids. Yeah. You know, oh, because yeah, they need it. they're reacting in different ways as well. Yeah. And we don't, we don't even really know yet the effect that this is going to have no. on the kids and right. just kind of everything going on with it. But, you know, I know that. Um, with our kids, we got, so our kids are little, we got Trey is three and Daisy, who's a little older than a year and a half, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure that it's just been, um, real weird for right. them because I'm home all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Does home all the time. Right. You guys are home all right. the time. Yeah. You know, so there's, they're seeing everybody. Right. And, and I'm sure we have some tension inside of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're, we're trying to work through it. Right. And they feed off of us, yeah. you know, so I guarantee this is going on yeah. in other homes. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, there's no doubt. Especially if you're trying to teach them school. <laughs> I've been I've been seeing some people have been sending me some cool pictures of their um, of how they've been setting up their homeschool. And it's been pretty cool to see, you know, oh, like, like, oh, that's so cool. That's, you know, like first yeah. day of homeschool and right. like they're having fun with it. So have fun that's with it. You know, I doing. mean, like embrace it. Have fun yeah. with it. It's you know, love it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we were talking, we were talking in one way. Yeah. They're going to get affected, but in another way, they don't know. No. You know, it's like our pets. It's just another yeah. day for them, you know? Right. And it's like, cool. You guys are home. Let's just have fun <laughs> today, you know? And so like, that's how we should be, you know, we yeah. should be like that with our, with our father, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And all this is going to help cope with the stress, stress. Yeah. Not stress. Trash. Stress. I almost thought you said trash, but. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's Sorry. the mics. you're mixing my words up (laughs) it's kind of like when you're texting and they have the autocorrect yeah exactly the mic just autocorrected yeah just autocorrected no not trash oh come on now mike stress come on now stress (laughs) so cope with the stress yeah beat the depression yes enjoy this time with your family yes amen and amen and and i think that you should really just try to um like our, our theme you know stir up love Yes. And good works. Yeah. And life storms. So see what you can do with that in your family. Stir, stir up some love. Yeah. You know, stir up love with, amongst each other, you know, and, and try to, um, what I've been trying to do is just trying to give encouraging words, not discouraging words. Yeah. You know, so do that. Yeah. Which is easy to do, you know, being at home sometimes not living in this normal life. Right. You know, they, there's tension, like yeah. we were talking about, right. and it's easy to snap at one another. Oh, yeah. And so if you're focusing on encouraging yep, and you lifting up yep. the people in your house, then it's going to help make this time a heck of a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't, you don't want to have contentious, you know, yeah. words coming out. Like, 
you don't want it like the Bible warns about that a lot. Yeah. You know, that it's better to be like not even eating than yeah. to be in the house of a contentious spouse, you know? Right. So yeah, you definitely want to be um, asking yourself, is this going to encourage or discourage when with my actions, with my words? Yeah. Right on, man. Well, we did it, dude. Our first yeah. uh, podcast. First on. podcast. Hey, first so podcast. Just at the end, man. Just leave us with a um, a verse of hope to get through this time, man. A verse of hope to yeah. get you through this time is um, that's a good question that you're just popping at me right now. That <laughs> me being prepared at all. You know, what? I'm going to go back to yesterday's verse. Yeah, and it's this: counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. And in order to draw it out, you have to spend some time with somebody. In order to draw it out, you have to really dig deep. And so that's my encouragement for you today is to dig deep, encourage somebody, get to know someone, and draw out the best of them. Like, Mm. see if you could draw out the best of them. I like that, man. Well, with that, folks, we are out. Oh, God's best to you. Celebratory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.